this is Kiran Nagraj from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Krishna Alexander Marine with us. Krishna is the founder of Restored Life Academy. She is the author of Men Speaks. She serves purpose-driven women affected by unresolved trauma. Krishna is very well-known nurse, and now she is transitioning into coaching. So a lot to discuss with the transitions and the life that you have chosen, and. why and so much more so tell us first of all welcome to the show guys thank you so much for having me here and pleasure to be here and thanks for your audience who give us this opportunity to be here yeah so let's begin thank you it is all the pleasure work this is the kind of work i was born to do so and so you're not really working you're having fun yeah yeah <laughs> tell me about transition right why did you choose to transition and what motivated you to use As you've said, I've been a nurse for the past 15 years. I've worked as a floor nurse, I worked as a unit supervisor, I worked at a as a unit manager, and I worked my way all the way up to director of nursing. And it's something that I love. I love interacting with people. I love helping people. But my transition to coaching was not some kind of extraordinary life altering experience like some people <laughs> because i feel like i've always been coaching throughout my life and throughout my career as a nurse there's absolutely no way you cannot educate and coach and counsel and include all of that in into what you do on a daily basis so i feel like i've always been doing coaching i just made it official and took on the title when i started my business 7 years ago i've always had the passion for helping people and that's why I choose to be to become a registered nurse in the first place. It's something I've dreamt of since I was in fourth grade. When I was eight years old, I dreamt of being a nurse. You know what I realized though was after a while that being inside of a hospital was limiting, and I didn't have the reach that I wanted. I couldn't help as many people as I wanted. I had advanced, as I said, to one of the highest levels, and I still was somewhat restricted in how many lives I could impact on a personal level. Also, I recognize that my life experiences and my personal and academic qualifications could be better utilized through writing, through speaking, and through coaching. If I decided to do that because my goal is to help as many women as I can before I die. And another reason too is that healthcare as I knew it had changed and I didn't like what it turning into and to explain what I mean is that There are so many legalism, so much legalism and so much red tape and so much bureaucracy. There are things that you would want to be able to do for your patients or your clients and you're not allowed to do that because your hands are tied. There's so much organizational politics and all of that going on and I didn't like that anymore. So the transition was actually very easy for me because as a coach, having my own business and doing doing life and doing business on my own terms, it gives me that freedom. to to impact and to connect and to relate and to serve my client in the way that I want to do it without somebody saying oh you can't do that or you shouldn't say that or something like that it is just not as restricting you've got that freedom to to be able to do what you know is best for your clients and what it is that your clients actually need so it is not you it is god who is doing this transition for you absolutely <laughs> and let's move on to the next question tell us about your book when silence speaks so what is it when the silence speaks was actually written and published in 2018 and it when i decided to actually move into writing 
it was a challenge because it's very personal. It goes into a little bit of detail about some struggles that I experienced when I was younger in different stages of my life. And before I decided to write, I, I had a lot of challenges with shame and fear and a lot of self-guilt and all of those things. So coming into that place to decide to write was really difficult for me because I didn't, there are certain things that you just don't want people to know. You don't want people to know these issues that you're having or the stuff that you've done. But I also believed in my heart that God wanted me to write this book. I believed in my heart that if I should stand on a platform and speak to people, I could maybe speak to a hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe a few thousand. But if I write a book, I could reach millions of people and millions of people could hear my story. Millions of people could relate to what I've experienced. Millions of people could see the strategies that I was able to use to move from that place where I was to where I am now and even pushing further. Millions of people would be transformed and experience healing and that change in their lives that my book brings. So my book, the title is When the Silence Speaks. It talks about overcoming child sexual abuse, um, which started when I was eight years old, and a lot of the in-between that comes with that. And it also talks about how I shifted, how my life shifted, and how God played a very integral role in shifting my whole life from being drunk and on drugs and teenage mom and all of that stuff to becoming this successful entrepreneur, successful person who I am right now, who are leading other women into that path of success. Wow. Tell us about the trauma expert that you are, and these are trauma. So what kind of trauma do you think your clients experience? When should they reach out? And how do you help them cope up with that? Awesome. Awesome question. Thank you for that. My, my clients experience a range of unresolved issues such as sexual abuse. And that is really where I started out. That was my focus point because that is where I came from. And that is my journey that I had to take. But then even as I entered my adult years, I experienced emotional abuse. I experienced domestic violence. I experienced different forms of physical abuse. I experienced unforgiveness and I experienced self-blame and lack of confidence and low self-worth and all of those things I had to live through as well. Even though I started out just working with people who experienced child sexual abuse, I recognized that it was a lot more than that because that was just the starting point. That was just the initial trauma that they would experience. But then when you have to deal with that, when you have to live with that, especially for people who have no support, then you realize that a lot of things compound and you experience, they experience a lot of other things that make their lives so much more difficult for them. So in terms of when they reach out to me, and this is a tricky part that I try to get across to people because I'm not a counselor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a babysitter, right? And so I want you to reach out to me when you recognize that you're at a place in your life where you can no longer stay. You know what I mean? That's when I want you to call me. When you recognize that where I am right now, I can't stay there, but I don't know how to move. You know what I mean? It's like you're going somewhere and you know where you want to go. You know that you want to get to Florida by next week, but you don't know how you're going to get there. So I'm the person who's going to say to you, you need to check your bank account, see if you can afford an airline ticket. Or if you can't, maybe you need to rent a car. I'm that person who's going to give you those steps and help you to, to navigate your way to Florida. 
So I don't want them to call me if they're still at a place where everybody in the world was against me and why did this happen to me? And I'm not that person. I want you to call me when you're at a place in your life where you recognize that I'm a mess and I need help. And what I do at that point is that I take that person and I sit with them and we have a good heart-to-heart conversation. And what I do, I help them to create a blueprint. And I say help them because it's not a do-it-for-you situation, right? It is a case where I help you to look at what it is that you want to accomplish, when do you want to accomplish it, how do you want to accomplish it, and how are we going to get you from point A to point B. So you want to get from point A to point B? And hopefully it is Florida. And if it is not, she knows all the directions. <laughs> Everybody likes Florida, right? Everybody yeah. likes Florida. So. <laughs> I don't think most people want to come to Pennsylvania. It's cold <laughs> here. Yeah. So let's move on to the next question. Tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you. Now, what are... I have a website. It's called RestoredLifeAcademy.com. And that is probably the easiest way because everything is on there. All of my social media is on there. If you're looking for me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, I'm at Restored Coach. It's one word, at Restored Coach. But if you go on my website, you can, like, all of the links are on my website. It's RestoredLifeAcademy.com. And you can also email me. My email is support at RestoredLifeAcademy.com. That's support at RestoredLifeAcademy.com. Or just visit my website and book a call with me. I can meet with you on Zoom, just like we're meeting now here. And we could have a wonderful time. Just talk and see where you're at. Sure. So do reach out, guys. Wonderful person to communicate with and reach out to Restored Life Academy. My next question, which is my final question for the day, unfortunately. Tell us something which is close to your heart, which we didn't ask and you would want to share that. So what would that be? I'm very frank, very straightforward. I don't know if within talking to me for a few minutes, if you could recognize that I'm very straightforward. I don't beat around the bush. I don't have time for that. And one of the things that I like to do, I like to ask questions because questions cause people to think. And what I would like to ask your listeners is based on where they're at right now and what they're currently doing in their life at this moment, do they see themselves aged in older, maybe 70, 80 years old, sitting on their porch in a rocking chair, feeling like they're about to die empty, or do they see themselves having regrets and feeling sorry that they didn't at least try? And so the one thing in asking that question is having people to be able to think about what am I really doing with my life and just really be able to, if they should be honest with themselves, most of the times we all need help. Most of the times they would look um, and recognize where they are and determine what do I want to do and how do I get there? One of the main things that I believe, and this was the case for me as well, why people don't succeed is because we make too much excuses for ourselves. And excuses, it could come in the form of, fear. I'm afraid to do that, so I don't do it. That's an excuse or lack of confidence. I don't feel I have what it takes. I don't feel I'm qualified enough. That's an excuse. Or just literally focusing on what you don't have. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough support or whatever the case might be. And this becomes so debilitating that people don't realize it until it's too late. And so I want to encourage the listeners to take a leap. You're doing this for yourself. You know, you are worth so much you're, you're invaluable. Your life that, you know, in, well, everything that has happened in your past, you can't go back and change that. You know what I mean? But if you are able to just pause for a minute and ask yourself the question, when I get to 10 years from now or however years from now, when I get to that point where I'm done, 
when I look at my life, will I see myself feeling fulfilled that I am going to die empty, that I did everything that I could? Or am I going to be looking at myself and having regret and thinking, I really should have taken that leap. I really should have, but it's going to be too late for you to do that. So that's the one thing I would like to, the last thing I would like to share or leave with your listeners as we end this discussion. Wow. So put your thought that if there is anything that you can take after this conversation, if this is one thing that you can take along with you and remember that, take that leap of faith. There is something amazing awaiting you. Thank you so much again, Ashina, for such a wonderful talk. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. Good luck with the show. Thank you again. I am your host, Kiran Agran, signing off. You guys take care. Bye, guys.